Fellas, say goodbye to Chuck Sherman the boy. I am now a man. I highly recommend you join the club. We are doing the wild thing all night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Sherman. Sherman, I could build this food. Is that all you gonna eat? General Sherman realized and understood the importance of house music. So, do you know anything about techno? No. Listen. Yeah, you know. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherman in the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm. Today is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. Guys, this is episode 149. We're one away from 150. Can you believe it? I can hardly believe it. But you know what? The show must go on. And this interview, wow. We've got quite the buildup for a significant one at 150. I'm still laughing at some of the jokes we had during this interview. One of the most high energy DJ duos in the game, Mike and Joe, better known as Rich Diets. <laughs> These guys had such an exuberant personality and they were hilarious to hear them go back and forth and all the stories and good times and bad times that they've had along the way. All jokes aside, they are moving fast and are well on their way to the top and I had such a blast getting to know them better. In episode 149, we discuss their early inspirations and influences. Mike and Joe are both from New Jersey and have always had a passion for music. The East Coast has a rich culture of hip-hop and left-field electronic music like Jersey Club, but Rich Diets draws inspiration from so many different types of music when producing. We also talked about their come-up. Mike and Joe both had individual DJ careers before Rich Diets came about, but they actually reconnected when they were both living in Florida to talk music. It didn't take more than a day for them to realize they shared a connection that was worth building upon. It was really, really special discussing Rich Diet's discography as well. These guys have hustled their way to 40,000 monthly Spotify listeners across more than 20 originals over the past two years. Their creativity reaches new levels on tracks like Bob Ross, Ferris Wheel, and White Claw Song, which has gone viral in the TikTok community. They've also released tons of treats, which is a compilation of remixes, edits, and bootlegs on their SoundCloud, which has helped them grow an incredible organic following. We also chatted about their future plans. Although the guys have already had so much success, they are just getting started. They are absolute units in the studio and have more than enough unreleased tunes to get through 2021. From my chair, these guys are breaking ground in more ways than just music, and they are a true joy to be around. Boys, thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. Genuinely enjoyed our conversation. We on that rich diet. Let's get into it right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 149 with Rich Diets. Ladies and gentlemen, cheers to my man, my men here, Mike and Joe, aka Rich Diets. It's a pleasure, guys. It is a genuine pleasure. How we doing, Sherm? Nice to meet you, buddy. Dude, like I said before we went on air, I got a little too hyped up over the past couple of days because your guys' music is very energetic and just like, I just want to get to the club, man. I literally, you know what? I didn't even mention this. I have a sub pack Saturday. I was like a little bored, so I started doing your interview early, and I was like, dude, I got a DJ right now, man. I got to download some of these guys' music and throw the fucking sub pack on and have myself a day, and I had a great time, man. It was awesome. That's oh, awesome to hear, man. Have you guys ever used a sub pack before? I've heard of it. I haven't. I haven't gotten the chance to use it though. But I've heard good things. I heard it's definitely a, a pretty, uh, pretty sweet tool to have in the studio. It's cool in the studio. Don't get me wrong. 
but it's even doper if you need to get your sub sub fill. Like you literally are front <laughs> row at the club with this thing. It's insane. Yeah, that's amazing. It's it's you how I it test. On your back, right? Is it? It's, like a it's a subwoofer on your back, dude. It's it's unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's like a treat when I have people over and they're and uh, one of them hasn't sub packed before. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, come to my room really quick. They like are like, what's going on? I'm just I just pick one person out, throw it on, put on like a fucking dubstep song or a bass house song, and they're like, whoa, because when you put it on. <laughs> You put it on, you strap you up, like two rounds of straps, and I got to get it tight. And I'm like, hey, we're about to go to the moon. You ready? And they're like, I guess, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but your guys' music passed the sub-pack test, so that's how you know. Oh, yeah. That's good to hear. <laughs> but it really is a pleasure to have you on. Like I said, I, I've been running through your music. I checked out everything. I did some investigative journalism. And uh, we we didn't find any bad things, so you guys are you guys are on the on the up and up, okay? That's a good thing to hear. <laughs> now we got one guy in Florida, one guy in Jersey, one guy in Chicago. So I guess we'll start at the lowest of the low, New Jersey. Just kidding, just kidding. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> How's it going in New Jersey, man? What's going on with COVID there? Um. I mean, it's been pretty slow to open up, but at least right now they just pushed the curfew for indoor dining. So now, like, some of the bars are open till 2 o'clock again. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they have some – some bars have actually, like, been doing DJs with, like, um, I guess 35% capacity, 50% capacity. Okay. So I'm hoping uh, things start to open up a little quicker here. Lights at the end of the tunnel, right? That's kind of how it is in Chicago. Yeah, I Absolutely. think I saw Solardo was playing in New Jersey or something. Yeah, he might have been. If it, if he was, it was probably this place um, in Elizabeth. I forget the name right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's cool, though. It's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah. Like, what about Florida? I think we all know about Florida. Florida's, like, Florida's interesting, man. Interesting, it's, yes. It's definitely interesting. But, uh, I mean, as of right now, like, um, I know Ultra and Miami Music Week just got canceled, which is, like, yeah. a huge indicator of, you know – where everybody's head is at as far yeah. as, as the industry goes, because that's, that's probably the biggest time of year for, you know, Florida music, you know, this, this style of music, EDM, tech house, all that stuff. Well, it's, um, it's, the, it's the hub of the United States, like ultra yeah. music festival, man. It's one of the hubs of the world. When that festival comes to town, Miami music week, I was supposed to go last year for the first time. And it got canceled. It was pretty much right around now. We were uh, like, okay, what's going on? We're cool. We're Americans. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, go to Miami for a full week. And now a year, I was like, oh, for sure. Like, I'll push it a year. I'll just look forward to next year. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. It's funny because you're right. It, it happened like right around this time. And we're all sitting here on the phone like, oh, no, it's, it's going to blow over. It's going to be no big deal. Like, yeah. we were we were booked for like, three or four shows for Miami Music Week. We were, like, ready to go. We had Airbnbs booked, plane tickets uh, booked. Maybe. I'm sorry to bring and, up bad uh, memory, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I couldn't remember. Down to, like, down to oh. literally, I didn't cancel the Airbnb until, like, the day before, dude. Like, Same. God, like, I it was like, so we were like, yo, we're, we're going to do this. Like, even if they cancel it, you know what? We're making this happen. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, I can still network. I can still network. I can yeah, go like, there. Other people are going to still go, you know? Maybe not the big parties, but let's, yeah. let's ride it out. It's like, and then yeah, everything canceled in one day. It was like everybody in the street was like, "We're gonna give this a shot," and then somebody was like, "We're not gonna give this a yeah, shot." And yeah, and as soon as like one of those pool parties canceled out, man, 
That was everybody followed. It was like dominoes. It was one after another. And yeah, dude, it was funny too, because once we like finally made that decision of, you know what? Miami music week is canceled. We're calling off everything in Florida. Yeah. I think the next week I just booked a flight and I was like, yo, I'm coming to Jersey. Yeah. So like I flew up to Jersey and, uh, was that when I got, when I was up there for like three months, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, so like, you were up here in March, April. <laughs> I don't think you left till May. <laughs> I got I got quarantined up in Jersey because I was like, all right, we're not doing Florida. I'm gonna come up to to Jersey and and the studio that Joe's got up there in Jersey, as you can tell, is like it looks unbelievable, dude. It's you got unbelievable. a collection there too. Yeah, yeah dude. So, uh, it's sick. It's, it, you could probably oh, yeah. Oh, bro, shit. You could probably see my bed for the three months that I stayed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally slept <laughs> in the studio. I love yeah, that. That's that your chair, bed, that's right the chair. <laughs> Every morning. Just throw I'm that lazy up. boy back, and, and that was a wrap. Yep. Oh, my God. A lot of music was made in those, those three months. But it was funny because I got up there, and I, I booked a flight for a week, and it was like 30 bucks round trip. I was like, oh, yeah. that's, that's perfect. And then the next, um, like that, that week came up and my flight was supposed to happen. It got canceled. Following we got canceled and it just kept getting canceled until we just gave up. And I was like, all right, you know what? I guess I'm just going to stay here for the next three months. Yeah. And, and it was just a party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a party, man. That was sick, bro. I, I would do that once every single year if I could. Wow. Up and that's I will sleep on that lazy boy once every year for three months, no problems, no questions asked. I'm there. But you slept <laughs> in disguise though, in retrospect, right? Like sitting in your chairs now. Oh, that yeah. time, you guys made some heaters. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, we'll get into it. But 2020, like all things considered, you guys released a lot of good music. You know what I mean? Like creativity did not go away for you at all. Oh yeah, no. If anything, it was enhanced with with the fact that a we were together for three months, like in living in the same house. And right. we, it was, we had no other obligations. It was just like, yo, you know, yeah, like I didn't see my no family work. when I was yeah. up there, nobody. It was just like, hey, we can't leave, we're quarantined. And we're just sitting there making bangers. Yeah. <laughs> and we do a lot of original vocals. So like just being able to like lyrically bounce like verse for verse off each other and kind of have fun, definitely structured a lot of our music. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. I was uh, kind of comparing it when it was really all starting and kind of getting used to it. I was like, this is kind of like, uh, you know, white collar crime jail. You know what I mean? I get visitation rights from my girlfriend, I guess. I can go outside once a day, but I got to go right back inside. I'm allowed to cook my meals, but I ain't, I'm not leaving. I can't go anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah it was definitely interesting, man. What a strange thing. Interesting time. Let's rewind because you guys haven't known each other for like that long, but you obviously have a very strong relationship. When did you guys actually meet? Because you've been releasing music together for only a couple of years, but you guys were both had individual brands as DJs before this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, um, you, Mike, you go first, bro. Yeah, I was, uh, I mean, I, I grew up in, in Jersey also. Like that's where me and Joe originally met a couple of times. You know, it was never, we were never like boys. Like we just knew each other. Like we were acquaintances. Sure. And uh, we ran in the same circles. Like, we both DJed Atlantic City clubs. Nice. Um, yes, the- dude. Oh, yeah, let's bro. go. 
I lived there for like, I think six months I lived in a hotel room, just DJ. I was on call as a DJ. So like every time if, if somebody called dad or they needed somebody to fill in or whatever it was, it was, they would hit me up at like two in the morning. Yeah. I'd go down, spin a set, do whatever I had to do. And that was, that was a crazy summer. I'll tell you that much. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh yeah so so that's where it all started i mean obviously it started before that i was doing like local clubs and stuff like that as as um a hip-hop dj and i did a lot of jersey club um for like the first maybe i don't know three or four years of my dj career and then i went to ac and then it wasn't until i moved down here uh when i really started getting into like that more like bass house, electro tech house type of stuff. But, uh, great yeah, John, like, it's a great music scene in Florida, dude. I oh mean, yeah. Outside dude. of Miami, Orlando, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, like all over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dude. Orlando's lit. Orlando's yeah. really good for like the style of music that we make. You yeah. Know, like a lot of people are big into that, like heavier festival style music. Yeah. And then like Fort Lauderdale, Miami is, is, techie like very you know very tech house right um and i think that's where like a lot of our influences come from to where it's like we're from the jersey like the jersey area where the jersey shore is like top 40 to the max bro it's like you want to hear remixes of like you know justin bieber and rihanna and they they go (laughs) (laughs) and then then we can't then then when i came down here it was like super tech house and then, you know, I, I moved around a little bit and I, I kind of like found like my early, like uh, pretty much both of our early inspirations for this style of music was like Jaws, yep. like Gansley, those guys when it first started popping. Yeah. And uh, we kind of took all those different little, you know, influences and started building our own thing. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's definitely, it's definitely a great scene down here for sure. I really, I love it. I ha- That's why I haven't left yet. You know, I was, I was thinking about moving back up to Jersey, but, you know, the people down here are great. There's a lot of new, you know, New Yorkers and people from New Jersey, a really? bunch of people from Chicago. The North kind of, like, Dude. infiltrated the South, bro. It can <laughs> only take it so long, but yeah. <laughs> you know, we're staying strong. We're staying We're staying cold. We're staying cold up here. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of shoveling out here. <laughs> I'm shoveling. We're yep. We're shoveling. No big deal. You go lay in the sand. Maybe snow blowing a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna take our ass off. I got you. <laughs> what about what about you, Joe? New Jersey guy as well. When did music yeah, so, come into your life? So Jersey guy. Um, fortunately, my brother's eleven years older than me, mm-hmm. and um, he was also a producer, a DJ. Okay. Um, he goes by Massey and Mello. Okay. Um, so they were pretty pretty big in the house scene as far as like the like peak underground style. What year was that? That when when was he like kind of. You know, so I would say probably like 2004 to like 2012, something Dude, like that. That is like. Yeah. yeah, his own record label and everything. So now 11 yeah. years older than me means he's 21. I'm 10 years old. <laughs> oh, okay. So now I got, I got a 21-year-old brother, you know, yeah. DJing in the nightclubs, going to New York City, playing places like Limelight. Wow. Um, the tunnel, um, all these, all the hugest places. Yeah. Um, and I'm over here, like, he's got the DJ room kind of looking like this. I'm yeah. like, 
yo, what can I play with up in here? You know what I'm saying? And he was in there with his friends. They're all like into turntablism with the hip hop also before the house. Yeah. Um, so I literally pulled up a crate when he would leave. I would put the needle on the record. I would start messing around. I'm sure I ruined a lot of records before I, uh, <laughs> before I built up the courage to tell him what I was doing. And then, uh, and then he started helping me out. So you only do it when he was gone. You'd sneak in there and then just have. Yeah, I, was, like, I would still be in there when he when he was with his friends, but it was like I'm the little brother, you know. I'm just right, like, right, right. <laughs> You're allowed um, to hang out. Just don't tell mom what we're doing in here, right? Yeah. So long story <laughs> short, I started DJing at 10 years old. Um, started doing like private events at a young age, and um, just always mixing every weekend. So I did a lot of clubs and stuff like that, which is kind of where me and Mike bumped into each other a couple times. Mm-hmm. He had an after party one night at the crib. So yeah. I went over there. That's kind of like where we first like really, you know, started to get to know each other. Yep. Split up. He moved down to Florida. I moved down to Florida in like 2016. Friend calls me up, mutual friend. I'm in Vegas partying for a bachelor party. Yeah. He's like, yo, you know, Mike Dietrich. And he's like, you know, he lives in Florida. You guys should link up. So we literally, we linked up and that was a wrap. You know, oh just instant best friends. <laughs> where, where in Florida? So like, I was living in Deerfield Beach and Boca. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's right in Coconut Creek. There you go. Yeah, like 10 minutes away from each other. Yeah. It, it, couldn't, it couldn't have worked out better. It's a match made in heaven. It's awesome, guys. That's really, yeah. really special. I mean, just to be able to reconnect like that, it's almost like a long lost love. You know what I mean? It's just oh, yeah. the stars align. Basically. That's incredible. So were you guys both producing on your own then? Because, some, I mean, we got, the, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. Is it gifted? The gifted? Yeah. Damn, you did some digging, bro. Holy shit. Yeah, bro. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, the gifted. So I don't want to say, how do I say your last name correctly? Lisey? Lisey, yep. Look at me, DJ Lisi and the Gifted, bro. These yeah. guys come together. So you, like I said, you both had your own brands. You were doing your thing. Yep. We yep. all have really close friends that we love producing music with. You know, like me and Flanino, for example. We we've released a ton of music together, but sometimes it doesn't make sense to form a duo. You guys remember that moment where you're like, "We got to come together. Let's build a brand. Let's do this." Was there a night, an after party in the kitchen that this happened? I mean, do you remember the moment? It was the first time we linked up in Florida. It was like the, <laughs> the first time. I love it. Yeah, bro. It was it was literally it happened like within days. I hit him up on Instagram and I was like, yo, bro, I heard you're down in Florida. I'm down in Florida. And yeah. I was like, where do you live? He's like, Deerfield. I'm like, dude, I'm in I'm like 10 minutes away from you. Yep. I was like, I'm coming over. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to his house. And he had his studio set up. Yep. And it wasn't even like a question. It wasn't like, yo, should we, should we do this? Should we, you know, start a, a it was like, it was almost like we had been doing it for years and we just like picked up where we left off. When in reality, we didn't have much of a, you know, we didn't even know each other that well. But it was just like literally, like Joe would say it, like, dude, did we just become best friends? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, it was, it was crazy how it happened. And we put the our foot on the gas pedal and we just didn't stop like from that day. We didn't look back. It was just automatic, man. You guys have so, so much music. So that so that day was that 2016, some 2015, 2016? I was like 2017. 2017. Yeah. yeah. 
That's when we I first. I lived in Florida met. for like a whole year before we met. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So it was like literally like it was some crazy, crazy stuff going on. My man was 10 minutes away from me a year without me even knowing. Yeah, and, and I had no friends down here. I had just moved down here. I got nobody. Like, <laughs> that's, that's why Mike was like, "Yo, Joe, I'll be over ten minutes, man." Yeah, I, like, no <laughs> I got nothing going on, and it's funny too because I sat down at his. I had no like at that point. I had stopped, not stopped producing, but I wasn't taking it as serious. But previous to that, I was like very. I was. Um, I worked with a lot of hip hop artists. Um, I would make a lot of, you know, beats for rappers. Right. And when I got to his house and, and sat down and started working on, you know, music, Joe looked at me and he's like, bro, like, what, what are you doing with your life? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, this is what you need to be doing. He's like, you're, you're sick. Like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, dude, yeah, you're, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. And, and at the time I had no, I had no setup. I had a laptop that took 15 minutes to start, yep. you know, and actually get open. I had a, a version of live light and yeah, no, no studio monitors, no audio interface, no, like nothing. Wow. And Joe was like, listen, bro, I got one KRK eight. No, no, sorry. One KRK five that I could give you. <laughs> and, and, uh, what? <laughs> And I got a, and I got a version of Ableton, a cracked version of Ableton that I can nice. use. We put That's it on a big my upgrade for where you were at. <laughs> You're a massive upgrade. So for the first year of us like really diving into this, I could remember sending him videos, being like, "Yo, bro, check this shit out." And it would literally be a video of like, the, my my desk was like a laptop and like one KRK directly <laughs> behind it. <laughs> So everything I was producing was in stereo, but it was coming out the yeah. the right speaker. And I was just so high, like the energy, bro. Like it didn't yeah. matter how terrible it sounded. It was just like the ideas. And like, if we made those tracks now, yeah. knowing what we know and like our level oh, of production now, they would be oh, yeah. bangers. But it was like, that was part of the process where it was like, we were working with no gear. Yep. And I was just like a dream and, and literally me and Joe just hype each other up. Like, it doesn't matter what the situation is. Like, it's just, you go, always, you know? So, um, damn. Yeah, but I never, I, I don't know if I ever like truly thank you for that, bro. Thank you for that KRK five, man. And, and the bro, anytime. <laughs> See guys, this is why we do it. This is Sherman, the book, man. I like, I, I got you guys thanking each other. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Sounds like you guys are just like two kids in the playground playing basketball and you realize you both love it. And hey, maybe we should start a team together. Something like that, right? 100%. 100%. I love that, guys. And shit, started producing together. Obviously, you clicked. Like I said, meant to be. If you look at where you're at now, we're going we're gonna to go backwards because, again, I want to run through everything. You're 40,000 monthly listeners on Spotify across 20 original releases and tons of remixes, edits, and treats. My man. Come on, boys. You got something to be proud of, man. And, you know, we're only in 2021 here now. You got a ton of steam. And I know you – I don't have to tell you. You guys got to keep going, man. You got to keep going. Absolutely. That's the plan. Yeah, yeah bro. Okay. Thank let's, you. let's start with the SoundCloud era for you guys. You still you still show a lot of love to SoundCloud. And this is something I really appreciate with, with American DJs is yeah. we love SoundCloud. We still love it. The people who use SoundCloud are only DJs. So it's like a DJ paradise now. Like, used to be for everybody. 
But now people that use it, you know, you use all these uh, reposts, websites, and it's where you can release edits. And if I just want to get a song out there and I worry about all the distro kid and all that shit, right? Just put it out, roll the dice. And you guys fucking unleashed, dude. I mean, 2018, you went on a fucking rampage. Bootlegs, remixes. I was like, yes, it was awesome. I downloaded four of them, dude. I downloaded four of them. I was like, yeah, okay, this is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that shit, man. I mean, you guys are fusing and remixing tracks from artists like 4B, shout out Jersey, fucking awesome guy. Don't you don't know if you've ever met him before. Have you met Bobby? Yeah. 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 We both know Bobby. Such a legit guy. I met him on holy shit, but I was a big I because I I, I should have said in the beginning, I have a soft spot for Jersey because I really got into Jersey, Jersey Bounce for a while. And yeah. oh yeah. That was up Mike's alley, man. Oh yeah, bro. Dude, 4B back in the day, I still remember his first time he played Ultra. It's one of the best sets I've ever heard in my life. No, yeah, hey, he's, he's crazy. He, he reps Jersey too, man. He only gets bigger and bigger. But you Absolutely. guys are using 4B, Chami, Party Favor, Mala, Drake, Bijou. Shout out Bijou. I mean, you're getting super creative at this point, right? Like, you guys are kind of just trying everything. And it all kind of makes sense when you said, well, we just got in the studio together. And we said, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I mean, one thing, I mean... I know Mike can relate to this, but he was just always about having a million projects and never putting anything out. So he was just ordering. Dude, the guy so had we, 1K man. What do you expect? Yeah, and now it's a partnership. You know what I'm saying? So I'm over here like, yo, I don't want to wait on this track anymore. Like, I think we crushed it. Like, let's just do it. Yep. And, and it ended up that it was just like, yo, we, like, if we don't have it out there, it's a zero on the board, you know? So we were just... Yeah. Started releasing content, got comfortable with it, and just started having fun with it. Those treats are just like, you know, just extra content, fun for DJs. So we just loved, you know, having those tools to give people so that they could have fun, you know, with a little piece of Rich Diets in their set. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That is funny that you brought that up because it's, uh, I'm like a perfectionist. <laughs> and Joe literally will look me dead in the eye and be like, dude, I don't, it, it sounds good. It's, it's good enough. <laughs> Put it out. And I'm like, bro, but the kick. Yeah. I don't think it's, <laughs> it's like this one transient. I don't know. It's <laughs> know, dude, driving me crazy. Like our biggest, like, I mean, arguably like one of our biggest releases was a white claw song. And it's yeah. funny because it drove me absolutely insane. Like for two months, like it started out as a tech house track then it went to dubstep then it went to trap and then finally like I, I brought all those elements together from like all four of those projects and like yeah. grabbed like my favorite parts of each yeah and and I we were about I, I called up Joe and I was like bro scratch White Claw song we're not doing it it's driving me crazy I'm over it it's dumb <laughs> <laughs> and thank he god goes, for Joe dude <laughs> <laughs> Or he goes, he's like, bro, he's like, and and our manager, Kyle, at the time, like, he also, they looked at me and they're like, bro, you got one week. I don't care what it sounds like. After one week, it's coming out. Like, yeah. we're coming to your house, stealing your computer, and we're putting it out. It doesn't matter. So I was like, shit, now, now I got a deadline. Now I got to get this thing done. And, and finally, like, it came to fruition. And it, it's so funny because... For three months, I would drive myself crazy. And then in one week, it just like, 
everything clicked and it just it's like one of my favorite tracks right now and i i think i look at joe i'm like dude i couldn't there's no way i would have released this track if i wasn't if i didn't have somebody like breathing down my neck i would have told you no but we can't do it yeah you know so that's definitely a big part of the partnership too i was gonna say well my, my question was what is the dynamic that maybe was going on then and now like mike you're obviously perfectionist joe what's what's your role in the studio i mean all right, is someone better at mixing and mastering? Is someone better at searching through samples? What's 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 your guys' responsibilities when it comes to making the music? Yeah, so Mike is definitely um, a hell of an engineer. He, he's been getting better and better in the mixing and mastering department. So he's hell definitely yeah. like, when it comes down to the last finishes, mm-hmm. that's Mike, you know, trying to dial everything in so everything yeah. is loud and just punchy and just, you know, crispy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he definitely always has that last end of the, the track. We try to come up with vocals together. Um, I actually play a few instruments, so we try to have fun with, like, passing around bass lines and stuff like that. Ooh. But, yeah, for the most part, Mike's big on the engineering department. Yeah, and Joe's, Joe's like, it's funny, too, because, like, we, a lot of the ideas stem from just, like, conversations that, that we have. Yeah. And I mean, we work remotely, so it's not like we're in the studio together and we're both just sitting there, you know, testing out different sounds and bass lines and stuff. So really splice has been like yeah, our savior because we'll pass back projects like back and forth. Like yeah. we share an account and it's like, yeah, I'll call him. Be like, yo, I need you to, uh, to warp this vocal. Cause we're talking about responsibilities. Yeah. I'll be sitting here trying to warp an acapella <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> And and I'm like, but I'm doing it because I want to prove to myself that yeah. I, I can I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> in reality, I know I could call Joe and be like, yo, I need you to warp this acapella. And he'll call me back, no lie, in like 90 seconds. Be like, all right, it's done. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? <laughs> so like, I don't know how he does it. And he's told me before and I still don't get it, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think just that DJing background, you know what I mean? I started working on like, acid when i was first producing beats and stuff yeah. like that so i was using you know time warping and stuff like that for a long time playing the instruments so just having like that metronome and keeping things in key like yeah you know yeah i definitely love having like it has to hit right you learn yeah. from a young age you guys do make a good team thanks bro thank you man <laughs> thank and, you and it, and it leads into your first original right you fucking i don't know how many you even dropped dude i was like scrolling for forever and i was like oh my god <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> but 2019 comes around and it's time to release your first original all my friends by the way love love that little touch just a little yeah. thing boys. just a little yeah, just a v on the end you know i love that man so your first original single under rich dies and it does very well like very very well i mean Maybe props to your SoundCloud following, like you said, but it had good streaming success across all platforms. What made this be your first original? Did you have others in the piggy bank or what was kind of the reason that you chose this song first? You going or me? You, you take it, Joey. I was thinking for sure, yeah. <laughs> so, so like I said, we had a lot of tracks that were produced. Uh, together, you know what I mean? Especially <laughs> while I was living in Florida because... At that time, I was still living down there. Um, so it came down to, I was like, yo, we need to release a track. And I happened to be working with him in the studio. And I came up with like a hip hop kind of 
like house mix with some of those uh with some of that arrangement and all my friends yeah he comes back from uh from work and and we started working on it together and it was just like we started thinking about like the brand and everything we're like yo like it's our first track we gotta make something dope and we're all about community and you know our friends and even people we don't know just fans anything like that um so we felt it was just a good way to kick off the brand with our original song being all my friends and trying to include everyone like literally that cover art is bitmoji friends of ours that sent us bitmojis so we actually like put that personal touch of like having our friends send us their bitmojis and we're yeah. putting them on the cover art so i love that who made it? who made it how did they get how do you get on man <laughs> what the, the cover art or the track the cover art i mean yeah who made it yeah so you guys gotta go <laughs> no i mean that's incredible i think that's so special to do but how, how how did you decide who to put on there it was just whoever like joe was saying man like we're very like our brand literally is everyone's invited to the party and and if you're it doesn't matter if you're the cheerleader, the jock, the the kid in the corner playing with magic cards or the the kid who's sitting by himself at the lunch table, like everybody is is invited to the party, you know? And and for us, it's like, yo, if you if you support us, we support you, you know? And yeah. and really all the people on that original cover art was just people who showed love like before we even had an original track, just people who knew the idea of rich diets and what we were trying to do. And like, we had a lot of people that were in our corner in the beginning and we were like, you know what? Like, this is, this is our way of saying, yeah, like we, we love you. We appreciate you. Yeah. You know, like, let's, let's put this out there. And like that really, like, that's like the core of our brand is uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie semi-pro with oh, Will Ferrell. Of course. Right. You know, the part where, uh, <laughs> I think they're in the locker room or on the bus and everybody's like arguing and everything. And he's like, E-L-E, E-L-E, you know what that stands for? And they're like, what coach? He's like, everybody love everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So like we carry that and like we carry that with us everywhere. Like we'll be at a show or like at a, like whatever we're doing. Like if somebody starts beeping or like somebody like has like an issue or something, it's like, yo, E-L-E, bro. Yeah. Like, (laughs) so like, that's really like, that's like at the core, that's what rich diets is, 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 you know, everybody love everybody. Jackie moon, baby. (laughs) Jackie moon, baby. Jackie moon. We actually tweeted it. We tweeted it when we first started. We're like, everybody love everybody. Hashtag ELE. Yeah. And then, you know, hyphen Jackie moon. And we tagged it. Like, I guess there's a Twitter account with, you know, that Jackie moon runs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and he liked it and retweeted i was like my man bro there we go making an impact absolutely that's awesome that really is a great track guys it was just kind of cool to run through all the remixes and bootlegs you did and then all my friends comes and it's very legit right like it's clear that you guys had stepped up you had figured out at least starting to form the sound mm-hmm. when i was running through everything else all my friends is kind of the foundation of of rich diets and we keep going. I mean, 2019 was a huge breakout year for you guys. Tracks like Talk Dirty, Dope Vocals, Groovy Bassline, love this track. Neighborhood with Yam Dice, Fire. Got picked up by the Apple uh, Music Playlist Groove, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is incredible, guys. That's like, you know, 
Spotify's uh, Mint. It's incredible. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We, were, we were definitely pumped about that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how did how did that feel? Like to sort of get that like acknowledgement and validation pretty early on, and at least until the original world for you guys. It was it was definitely like surreal. We were like, shit, dude, we must be doing something All right. All right, I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Joe's like, Mike, we can put things out, okay? That's awesome, man. In neighborhood, that was another one where I was like, okay, they they really they they stepped it up again. She be on it. Well, I want I want to hear about this one, man, because one, first off, you guys always do a little something and, and correct me if I'm wrong. In every track, you guys have sort of the foundations, the pillars of rich diet tracks. But then there's always something you guys make super fucking creative. Like if it's like some sort of automation or LFX, LFO tool, synth, FX, your vocals, obviously. But in She Be On It, like you guys stretch this synth out. I don't even know what you did, but it was so sick. And I was like, <laughs> God damn, like this fucking catches my attention. But Tell me about that. Tell me about the vocals too. I know I, I had to assume it was you guys because they're so creative and unique, but tell me about she be on it. Cause I really like this one. I mean, all the, like, well, to start like all, like pretty much all the vocals, like if you ever hear a vocal in any of our tracks, like an yeah. original, it's, it's either me or Joe or like, yeah. like, yeah, nice. yeah. And, and we write it and record it and all that stuff. So it's very, like that is the foundation of a track. Like we, we start a track when we have a vocal. And oh, okay. We're, we're constantly like, like every time we're on the phone, like we could be talking business or talking whatever, you know, yeah. what'd you do today? And it's like idea for a track. And like, we have a list, you know, of just so many, you know? And, yeah. and, um, but when it came to that track, damn bro, like that was like, how long ago is that? It had to be like two years ago or a yeah, year and a half. I don't even really remember. 2019, early 2019. Yeah. And uh, all I remember is I think I was in Massive trying to make that synth. And it was just like a crazy amount of vibrato and, and LFO. And it, it was like yeah. one of those happy little accidents to yeah. where... I was like, yo, the longer I play this for, the doper it gets. <laughs> I was like, yo, keep stretching it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I sent it to Joey because, like, we had made the core of the track together. And we had, like, the bass line and everything. And I think once I started adding, like, the little bells and whistles on it, I remember I, remember I sent it to him. And he was in the car. And I always know, like, if the track is good or not. Mm. because like if I, whenever I think I'm like, all right, we're like the, the mix sounds good. Like the elements are there. I'll send it to him because I know that if he calls me back in three minutes and 30 seconds and he's like, yeah, that was pretty dope. Or like, yeah, that was, that was sick. Like he says that. And in my head, I'm like, I'm like, that's it. It was dope. <laughs> so, so it like gets under my skin and I'll be like, yeah, I'll call you back. <laughs> and i'll and i'll sit there and dive in for another like six hours and then i'll yeah so what i'm looking for is like i'll call like he'll call me back in three minutes and 30 seconds and he's like Woo! <laughs> 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 
He's like, I got my head out the window. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Let's go. So, was, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, when Sauce came up, that was the reaction on Sauce, by the way, is what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's pretty much what I remember from that track. But, yeah, dude, that's that's pretty uh, – Yeah, that that's pretty cool, man. That, that's, a, that's a good – Joey loves playing that track. I still uh, – it's definitely up there on one of my, my top ones. So, I mean, does this, this hip-hop hip hop background for you guys make a big difference, like, when you're actually trying to be creative with this shit? Because, I mean, dude, you get two white guys from Jersey. You know what I mean? Like, let's, yeah. like call space spade, but you guys are fucking crushing it. <laughs> no, yeah, it definitely does help because, like I said, like, even growing up, like, we were those kids that were, like, freestyle with friends and stuff. Yeah. Beatbox. Like, we were always like music you know what i mean yeah. like even though we were rolling in different crews we were doing the same shit you know what i oh, mean I love and, that. and it was always like hanging out with people who love music also and mm -hmm. and people that rapped like i have friends that are just could be the next drake you know what i mean but they right. just you know not consistent enough or whatever the case is sure. and it's just you know it's definitely helped us with creative process as far as like me and him loving to come up with some dope new vocals and we talk for hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. the fact that we are apart doesn't mean that we're not engaged, like, all day. Like, whenever we have time, we're, we're always... Well, didn't you up. say you got a girlfriend? Is she okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm going to ask some tough questions. <laughs> yeah, the girlfriends are cool with it. They know what the yeah, deal is. They get, at first, it was, you know, I think they're used to it by now. Yeah, 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 yeah. This bromance, this bromance started before the relationship. So there you, know, you go. They signed up yeah. for it, dude. I, <laughs> my girlfriend does the same thing, and I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't explain to you, like, why, yeah. you know, we, we really, when I'm with the boys, we get into it for hours. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. tuck, 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 tuck. She's like, why don't you want to tuck, 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 tuck like that to me? And I'm like, well. You know. I don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, so don't shout out to the girlfriends for putting up with shout us. Shout out to yeah. all the girlfriends at Tech House and House and Base House DJs. They got a tough job, man. They do. <laughs> not only not only the bromances, they got to deal with the same loop playing over and over. Oh, over absolutely. Every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, you think this is good? No, I really don't. Will it make you stop? Playing? At this point, no. <laughs> <laughs> Will it make you stop playing? Hundred percent, bro. You just nailed it. That's exactly that's exactly the situation. I feel yeah. you guys. Hilarious. Um, she be on. Okay. okay, love this track. Now you kept the ball rolling. Space with this one definitely got those dirty bird vibes. Love that track. Ferris wheel with Jenny B. This one had a ton of streaming success as well, and it's a super unique track. Absolutely love that. Who is Jenny? Because I mean, she obviously was involved. She sang the vocals. She wrote the vocals. Right. Or who, who uh, yeah, absolutely. So she actually um, she's a model and she and she happens Dark. to be talented singing and uh, definitely loves music and stuff. So we just had her at the studio one day. And, yeah, you know, we've worked with her on a couple of different things. But that one, we were just in the studio. We all hit it off and we were just coming up with ideas and writing stories about a festival. And uh, it's kind of funny because that song never really <laughs> came around to a real ending or anything. But we had a lot of fun with it. We kept it fun. Yeah. 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 No, that was, that was definitely like, that's like, it, it's funny, bro, because you bring up like some of these, like some of those, these tracks I haven't even really listened to in like the past, like, I don't know, like six or seven months, probably even longer because yeah. I'm just like focused on the new, new, new. And like, what oh. can I do now? Or what can we do now type shit? And, uh, that is, it's, it's crazy because 
it makes me think of like the moments when we actually made it. And I think me, Joe and Jenny were in the studio up in Jersey and we were up till like six or 7am <laughs> and she's like, what should I talk about? I'm like, I don't know. Talk about like what would happen if you just, you know, went to a festival and met some dude and, and like, let's make the hook be like, meet me at the Ferris wheel because it's like truly like, yeah, um, you've been to a, a music festival, you know, like that's, the Ferris like, wheel. that's the, that's the iconic spot, you know, yeah. like that's like the, okay, I don't know where, where to go. All right. Meet me at the Ferris wheel. So, you know, that was, that was kind of where it goes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, no, that was, that was a good one. That was that fun. And her, her IG and I think other socials is at Jenny B B E E official. So that's at Jenny B official. So she's uh she's got a pretty decent account. Look at this too. guy plug it, bro. Plug it, bro. <laughs> Can we <laughs> on the screen real quick? Can we just like <laughs> no, let's go? <laughs> at Jenny B official. What's up, Jenny? You ready to come on in the booth next? We're gonna tell you I can tell you down. <laughs> I'm sure she would be. All right, we'll clip that one and share it later. Okay, good deal. Nice work, guys. That's what we do these long interviews for. We cut up pieces of content. We share that later, and that one's going to be good. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Love that. Love that track, though. And then we finish off 2019 with what seems to be, at this point, your guys' biggest obstacle is a track, White Claw Song. But, I mean, after hearing the story, I'm pretty glad you put it on extra work because you guys fucking snap, dude. Like, this one, I hear a lot of different elements of house music here. We've got Fisher energy. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's quicker, but it's groovy, still danceable, but not jumpable. Like you've got this like very fine line. And I think that's why it did so well is because it's a versatile track. I mean, this one blew up guys. How, how, yeah. did, how, did, how did that feel? I mean, you told a little bit about the pre-production process. What about when you released it and you just saw it just catch steam? What was that like for you? We'll start with Mike. I think we released it on uh, like the day before Christmas or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when like White Claw was like fucking still blowing up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like talking about we're, like, you know, like usually the industry shut down, shuts down around this time. We're like, you know what? Screw it. Everybody's going to be home drinking White Claws. And we kind of <laughs> like, you know, like, put it out and see what happens. Yeah. And it just took, man. And it was like yeah. every day or every week, it was like something new was popping up or, you know, and eventually it got to the point where it still has feet. It still has legs now. Like it's still rocking. I think it just broke like two, it's like close to 2 million plays on TikTok. It's rocking on Spotify. I think it's about to break a hundred thousand on SoundCloud. And it's funny because a lot of people hadn't heard of us before that song came out. It was the first track I heard from you guys. That's yeah. exactly dude. It's crazy Yep. because you know, we had all this content out before and like that really goes to show that, you know, you have to have that back catalog. You know, if we came out with White Claw song, it's like, oh, I love this. It's like, but yeah, you know, it's just like the White Claw song guys. They released one track and, you yeah. know, you're kind of, you know, what do you do Got after it. that? Yeah. Lost team. Uh, yeah. So it was, um, yeah, man, it, it came out and it just did really well. And, uh, it was yeah. funny because we would get random like DMs from people and they would just be like, Oh my God, it's the white claw song guys. And like slowly I was like, dude, are we just becoming the white claw song guys? Like, <laughs> Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. But you know, that's not, I mean, obviously we released more music after that, but I mean, better be known for something than nothing, man. And I yeah, mean, bro, absolutely. you never know what's going to work and you took a chance. What about you, Joe? Yeah. What was your perspective on that, man? Cause Mike obviously took it, 
took it to the fucking operating room 20 times it sound like and you're and he was just like can't do it anymore so you were glad when it came out obviously right no absolutely and uh and when that did actually come to fruition we were just we were definitely hyped about it um tuk tuk took a good good ride on that track people were wakeboarding tossing white claws and chugging them while they were on the wakeboard oh so cool um so yeah it actually performed really well on uh on tiktok but it was just cool just to see like like we talked about you know people coming to see that track first and then being able to go back and like we saw it sprinkling down you know down to our older stuff people like oh well, who are these guys yeah so i'm definitely happy that track um came out and was successful as it was how did you guys distribute that on TikTok or did it kind of just catch steam on its own? Because TikTok has obviously proven that it can individually blow up an artist's career. It's yeah. pretty insane. It was, I think we uh we just it was it was released on Azurion Select mm -hmm. um through their label. And we had I guess, you know, they had put it on TikTok and we didn't do anything, man. It really wasn't like, That's awesome. we didn't have like a plan for it. Like it was just like, put it out and see what happens. And I yeah. think people yeah. were just searching like straight up, like White Claw, seeing yeah. if anything would pop up and it just happened to be there. And it, it definitely helped yeah. people it, discover it. Yeah. And then we kind of like, we have this, this running joke that we, uh, that we say to each other that we make topical house to where like we like to take current events, you know, and turn it into house music, you know? And, and I think that's our hip hop side too, to where we're yeah, like, for sure. you know, we like to kind of put a little bit of a story or like kind of just like something that you can really relate to in a track. And um, yeah, White Claw song, like, that was pretty much, that was there at the finest. You know, we were just like, you know what? Everybody's drinking White Claw. We didn't want to make a corny where we're making this whole song about White Claws. And it was just like the pre-drop vocal. Like, we'll, we'll go out. You know, I'll go out to hang out with friends or I'll go to a, a local bar or club and people will be like, pass me the fucking White Claw. Wow. It's, just, it's great. But uh, it definitely, uh, it popped because of that, you know, because it's just, like the branding was there and we, we strategically did that. Right. We we're like, yeah, let's call this white claw song. Yeah. Because when people are searching for, they're like, if they, if they love white claw, they're like, they're not going to just put in white claw music or whatever. It's like, yo, put in white claw song. And then people will search that and say, yo, is there a white claw song or what's that white claw song or whatever. And, you know, I think that probably had something to do with it too, but yeah, it was just one of those moments where it just kind of all came together and uh, and did its thing. It's incredible, guys. I mean, good job. I don't know what else to say. Like, everything you did with that, it's it's not like, yeah, you did a great job with the branding, but the track itself is so sick. You know what I mean? Like, you could have fucked up the drop and people have been like, all right, well, maybe this actually isn't that great. Maybe just use the vocal. But it's a whole package. It's a whole package. And I think it's proven the power that different types of social media can have. You know, it's like how there are certain niche audiences for each uh, platform, right? Like Instagram has dedicated users. Twitter has dedicated users. TikTok has dedicated users. Spotify, Apple Music, everything has certain audiences. But you guys kind of defied all boundaries and bounds with that song because you said, fuck it to all the rules. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. 
You got to break a few eggs, baby. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what we're trying to do, bro. Just out here breaking eggs. egg breakers, man. man, for sure, dude. Like, if I, got a head, if I got eggs from the fucking Rich Diets market, man, they're all cracked. And I'm like, they're you know. They're all cracked, bro. <laughs> but they still taste good, baby. <laughs> Love it. Love it, guys. Great end of 2019. 2020 really kept the ball rolling. I mean, like I said, big release year for you guys. And... I know a lot of people, you know, I did this, I've been doing this podcast for four, four and a half years now. And <clears throat> one thing that I always talk about before the pandemic was when you're producing music, going to the studio, you think, oh man, this would do really well at a club. This would do really well sunset of B- in Ibiza. This would really do well Berlin underground club, right? This year, you can't picture anything because we don't even, up until really recently, we didn't know when we could do live shows again. We DJed a man you know what i mean like guys like us we want to fucking feel that energy live absolutely and so many people have either said i lost a lot of creativity i don't want to release any music because i think you know i'll miss the wave i'd rather wait you guys said we're fucking we're gonna keep it going we're putting music out i don't give a flying fuck this shit's good we're gonna keep going and i love that that's the mentality i have that's the mentality i give people advice to so i just wanted to acknowledge you guys for that because you do deserve some credit Thank you, man. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. For real. And I mean, you can't dude, start off with rave chick. I mean, this is this track is so sick. And it's like hilarious to me, too. You guys like you like play this line of like comedy where it's like <laughs> funny rap. It's almost like, I don't know, like uh I, I can't even put my finger on it because it's so unique. But like the pace of this one, the versatile lyrics are so sick. Another dope, dope leap to Simon. Was that LFO 2 again? No, hey, come that on! Is, that, is, that, shit, that, is, that is literally me saying the word meow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, man. So we were in we were, <laughs> we were in the studio. Um, I just finished like a private event in Manhattan. I come back to the studio, Mike and I, um, our other good boy, um, who's this is actually his studio, and you know it's basically Rich Diet Studio. Like we all work together and everything, and he always right. makes sure to take care of us uh jay levine um but we come back from this private party and one of the dudes that was with us like a roadie or something just hanging out he wanted to check out you know the process so i'm like yeah you can basically you know make a track over anything and i was like yeah what like (laughs) (laughs) and straight up we just took that and i just started stretching it like chopping it and literally turned it into a lead (laughs) <laughs> and and then we just ran with it right from there and it was like that track was lingering for a while but that whole lead is literally of yeah. like vocal yeah. and that that started out like that whole track started out as like me and joe just like showing this dude in the studio like it was almost like when you have somebody over like oh yeah like show me like how to do this or can you like kind of walk me through how to make a track and you're really not focused on like making a song you're not sitting down like yo i'm gonna make a record you're just kind of like oh yeah so you do this 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 and this right and it just all like within the hour it just kind of like all came together and by the time you left we're like damn dude like this is (laughs) this is supposed to be a little tutorial but shit let's put some lyrics on it and go yeah. damn am i glad i asked that question <laughs> yeah but we're literally like with those vocals man we're just in the studio and it's just like we're talking now you know like we'll just be hanging out and just come up with funny ideas we'll laugh about it we'll get hyped on it yeah um, we'll come up with a million different ideas for it so yeah that one was a lot of fun Jeez. and not to, to piggyback on that 
the best part of our acapellas too aren't the ones that you hear. So <laughs> they're usually about 16 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we definitely have a lot of vocal stuff that's just <laughs> also in the studio. Audio book? The Rich Diet's audio book? We got to put this shit together, man. Oh my, it would be... It would either be really funny to listen to or really hard to listen to. <laughs> it would probably be like, uh, you know, that that old video of the guy who took acid. He was a gecko. It's like drinking out of cups. Remember that video? Yeah, yeah. It'd probably be like that. Gambling. It'd probably be yeah. like that. Yeah, we, should, we could do that. Another way yeah. to go viral, boys. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is that is so creative. Um, I really like this next track, though, Maniacs. This one's special because you guys went full on bass house. You know what I mean? A lot of these other tracks sort of have that big bass house lead in the first four to eight bars. When it first, I, this was the first time I heard it was the other day. And I was like, wow, it's, it's still going. It's still going. It's still going. <laughs> this is one of those that got me up out of my seat. Did you guys have some energy you're getting out of your system? I mean, this came out like, I think right before the pandemic started. So it's too bad because this is a festival ready track. This is good shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember, Joe. Do you remember? What do you remember about about Maniacs? Man, um, been the piggy bank for a while, huh? Yeah, yeah. This was one of those tracks that, like, literally, like I said, like, there's a lot of tracks, um, you know, buried in the closet right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we pulled this one out. We had a ton of fun with those vocals. Um, but that one, yeah, we were just envisioning like festival, and we're like, you know, what kind of music that we want to be playing at a festival and i feel like that started turning the wheels a little bit for like us to start going a little heavier and having a little more fun with tracks because it's like yo the stuff we're putting out but like where do we picture ourselves playing and stuff like that and we've always definitely had our eyes more on like that you know peak energy like we love partying we love everyone you know being involved and having fun so that definitely took it to a little bit of a higher level there yeah, that actually reminded me. That was that was definitely Joe making the statement of, hey, bro, uh, all this, like, kind of chill, you know, <laughs> soft shit is, is fun and all, but, yeah, where's the bangers? <laughs> no chill in this song, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, dude, I don't know. Do they get in a fight and, like, my, I just, I wasn't sure. Yeah, dude, because just like to go way back now, like when we first started and like we first linked up in Florida, we weren't making like we were making trap music, yeah. like dubstep. We weren't and even trap. making house. Yeah, yeah, we weren't. It started out like we wanted to make like heavy, just like, you know, literally dubstep music. And we yeah. slowly transitioned. So like we've always had that super high energy, you know, vibe that we wanted to portray. And I think that's where like the journey and everything is starting to lead to where it's like, it's not like you could have a rave chick, like a chill track and then you can follow it up immediately with maniacs, you know, like we're not going to play it in the same set, but like, this is just, it's music for the mood. You know, like when you're, when you like back in the day, well, not even back in the day, well, probably because nobody releases albums anymore. Like if you listen to a, a rock artist, like a, like a Led Zeppelin album or even you know, taking back Sunday or something like that. Yeah. It's 12 to 15 tracks and it's not like banger, 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 banger. You know, it's like banger, breakup song. Yeah. Motivational song, banger, banger. It's like they, it's an album, you know, it's a journey. Like there's no, like, 
there's no box where it's like, okay, I just have to release tech house because this is like yeah. being played in clubs. You know, it's kind of like, yo, know, like have a little bit of a journey, have a little bit of a ride to your music. And I think it's funny because I didn't even realize we released Rave Chick and then Maniacs. Like those are like two completely opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for it. But I mean, that's what I said earlier. You guys literally just say, fuck the boundaries, man. Fuck the box. Like we're just going to put music out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Like people early. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, one fan might like this, another fan might like that. All that really matters is, did you guys like what you put out? Put out? Did you guys have fun in the studio? And it's clear you guys have a good time together. That's uh, certainly did. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, <clears throat> next up though, iconic Bob Ross. I mean, look at the, you see the name, you laugh. You just can't not <laughs> laugh. <at Bob> Ross. <laughs> and I want to say you paid great tribute to him here. I don't know if he's ever heard. Is he dead? <laughs> Yeah, he, he passed away. He's got to be dead, right? <laughs> he's not with us anymore. Okay, well, let's, let's do a moment of silence for Bob Roscoe. I'm with that. Let's go. Thank you, Bob. I Thank think you, Bob. he heard that. <laughs> I don't think I've done a moment of silence for Bob Ross ever. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. That's what we're here for, baby. That's what we're here for. That's right, guys. <laughs> Jesus. I want, I want to talk about this one because it has so many elements of tech and bass house. You really did a good job combining a lot of genres here. But where were you guys at, like, creatively? Because, I mean, you just talked about Maniacs, and then we go into, or we came from Rave Trick to Maniacs. Like, 2020 has kind of been a roller coaster already. Were you guys, again, just saying, fuck the, fuck the boundaries, we're going for it? Yeah, so we were actually wow. hanging out in florida playing darts i mean mike go ahead with this one yeah. <laughs> all right so <laughs> they do, there's so many good stories about bob ross now that you bring it up but this, yeah, is, like, this is where it all started yeah we were we had this instrumental and we were messing around with it and uh our buddy was over like joe was saying we were just like shooting darts in the room just like brainstorming and we go outside for a second and we were just like yo man like Bob Ross is a G like he had just passed away and, and yeah. like something came up on, you know, Instagram or Facebook. It was not like the, the idea popped up. Right. I'm like, man, like, why is there no songs about Bob Ross, man? That guy's a woman. And then I Joe's like, yeah, songs. <laughs> and then Joe's like, yo, you're right, man. That, that dude deserves a song. And we're like, yeah, yo, we're going to give him a song. Let's go. Yeah. And like, yeah. we, ran, <laughs> we, we ran back in the studio so fast and we put on the big screen TV. We watched episode one of yep. Bob Ross, you know, painting pictures. Yep. And when I tell, like we were mesmerized because like, that was the first time I actually sat down and watched it. Yeah. And it's, dude, so it's, it's dude, he deserves it, man. He's so inspirational. So calm. And like the message that he's putting across is literally our message as well. It's like, yo, anybody, you can do it. Like all you need is a pen and a piece of paper and yep. you can, you can be an artist. Yeah. So we're listening to this. And it was like the first episode, the second we watched like three or four episodes and it was just like, so like, just like uplifting, you know, it was like that, that like voice in, in, you know, the back of your head saying, you can do it. You can do it. You, and we we're like, dude, this guy is literally like, we thought he was a legend 10 minutes ago outside dude's a freaking superstar let's like (laughs) (laughs) so we got on here we sat in the studio and we started just typing up like random little lyrics that like we kind of picked up that like when we were listening like the the feelings we kind of got where it was like this super like motivational inspirational stuff and 
And uh, it was fully inspired by his, you know, his videos. And we typed them into um, a, voc- uh, a, a translator. Yeah. And this is, uh, if you're watching right now, this is, don't, well, you know what? If you, if you hear this, you know what? You deserve it. You get this. Yep. We went into uh, Google Translator and we typed in all the, the lyrics to this song. And then we recorded this robotic voice saying, you know, uh, shit, I don't even really remember the lyrics. Right oh, yeah, now. we changed the accent. Like we changed the country on there yeah, and like we added like, yeah. we found this voice that you hear in the actual track. And it was like, yo, this sounds sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. We literally like recorded it like headphones to mic. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> however we did it. That's so creative though, guys. Yeah, really? we just... We, we were like, yeah, we wanted a chick saying it, you know what I mean? And it was just yeah, like, hey. yeah. <laughs> and it worked out, you know. You are Didn't now. Have Jenny B around, I had Jenny B official. Make sure to follow her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was That's a great... awesome though. Holy shit, what a great story. Yeah, man, we we really we took that one. Like that was probably one of my favorite like moments of us in the studio, just like coming up with an idea and just get like super hyped on something and yeah, you know typing it in and and like holding no bound like when i tell you like we were writing these lyrics and it wasn't it wasn't like yo should we say this or should we say that or yeah you know like it wasn't like a process it was literally like the fingers didn't leave the keyboard and we just wrote the first things that came to mind for like three verses and that was it you know it wasn't there was no planning there was no like switching stuff out it was just like yo this is our immediate reaction to like how we feel right now and like that's where it ended up, and like it was super genuine. Wow. Bob Roth, baby, love that track. <laughs> that's some that's some VIP knowledge right there for Rich Dyes production style, man. Thanks for sharing. Right. That, for real, absolutely. If you decide later we need to bleep it out, we'll bleep it out. But I'm gonna say no because I'm an investigative journalist, and now I own the rights to this interview, motherfucker. That's nah, bro, let's <laughs> let it out. Yo, if if honestly, if it gives somebody an idea for a dope song, yeah, let them have it. Let them have it, bro. I love it, guys. I can talk music with you guys all day, but we still have a few here to talk about, okay? Vibe check, dirty. Threw some fucking chops and the drop, jackasses. I was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Vegan, oh my God. Dude, you guys, like, you you literally, you have clickbait on Spotify. Like, I'm looking through the songs, I'm like, (laughs) vegan, Jedi, Bob Ross. <laughs> topical house, baby. Topical. Dude, topical. I mean, it's unbelievable. Somebody's got to do it, bro. Somebody's got to do it. And we know? have so much fun doing it. And it's like, like we try not to keep it like cheesy. So it's like still fun and cool, but like yeah. we're, still, we're letting loose, you know, we're just having fun. For sure. I mean, the production speak for themselves. You get them to click and then that's it. It explains themselves. But and it's who we are as people, bro. Like, it's not like this, yeah. there's some master plan behind rich diets to be like, yo, let's take like current, like, let's do this, like, you know, kind yeah. of stuff that everybody's talking about. But it, it's just who we are, literally. Like, we just, we love to have fun and we love to just talk shit and just like do funny stuff. Like, that's, that's, that's what we want our music to be. We want it to be, just drop my headphones. Uh, we want it to be, catchy and like sonically fun to listen to but at the same time it's like yo like let's make this a record like let's write a song about vegans and and shout out trader joe's in the lyrics like, yeah. why not <laughs> 400 400 <laughs> i love it you guys you guys honestly 
you you make all this shit fun for people and that's what music is supposed to be i feel like so many artists take this shit so seriously like there was a period of time i think really after like 2012 is when like in order to be a DJ, you had to be cool as fuck. You had to not smile. You had to wear all black. You had to not look at the crowd. And now people are like, fuck that, dude. Like, I'm making a song called Bob Ross. And we're going to have fun with this shit. I'm coming out and, with an afro. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. But you're men of the people, and people want to come see you. And I think that's so important. Love it, guys. Jesus. Thank you, man. Okay, real quick, though. We got to talk about Jedi shit. First off, are you guys Star Wars fans? Uh, enough, enough to enough. call I'm Jedi. Shit. Make a song about being a Jedi. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna quiz you. This is not gonna be a fucking yeah. deep cover quiz right now. Right? <laughs> but this, this right here, the only reason I brought it up is because Star Wars has such a great soundtrack, a good score. This yeah. me, it came to me. I don't know. This is like if Excision scored the final Star Wars and decided to bring you guys in. <laughs> <laughs> because dude it's like the sound design was so good it was like so fucking good and i'm not much of like a, a rhythm chops guy but you guys had that trap groove a little bit kind of like i i got into it and yeah. i know like i've interviewed um tons of people in the dubstep and rhythm scene right and like that type of production it might seem like not a lot, but it is very, very difficult. So I knew Absolutely. that you guys yeah. definitely, I mean, I don't want to assume here, but you challenge yourself with this track. I mean, you're obviously having fun with it, but this was out of left field, right? Yeah, yeah this one was a ton of fun. Absolutely. We who, were who uh, like, we're making this track. Was it Mike? Well, the, the funny part about it was it was during quarantine. Yeah. My beard was out to here. Joe's beard was out to here. Yeah. It looks like we hadn't left the house and well, we hadn't left the house in like two months. You look like Jedi. You look like old Jedi's. That makes sense. Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> and I like I hit like a little like we hit like a little lull, you know? Like we came in strong. Like I got to his crib the first month was like boom, boom. We were just banging out tracks, like right. scheduling releases, writing lyrics, all this stuff. And like for two days, like we're sitting in the studio and it was we were stuck and Joe looked at me and he was like, bro, he's like, you've been like, we've been producing 125 to 128 for the past like month and a half, every yeah. single day. Yeah. He's like, let's switch it up, you know? And that night it was, that was like two in the morning. And all of a sudden we just started putting this loop together and started getting doper and doper. And they're like, yo, let's add some like, like a West coast synth. Yeah, like West coast synth. Yeah. And then that was like the super hype moment. And then, uh, and then, dude, writing the lyrics on that track was so much fun. Because I just remember us sitting there. Like, I'm pretty sure all this happened. Like, the whole core of the idea was, like, in one night. Right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, and we were I like... Think, I think I think some kind of, like, new star... It's like, something was going on that we may have seen or something. And we, would, we were just thinking, like, it was like gangster shit. Like, it was like a West Coast synth. And we were just like, oh, that's some Jedi shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just went from there and we're fucking talking about lightsabers and we were just yeah, like, yeah. like we definitely had fun coming up with those lyrics like like yo yeah. you got a freaking lightsaber <laughs> yeah. i think you can the song with that too right i think that's in there yeah yeah <laughs> that's joey's voice on there too that's those are his vocals yeah that one oh, and really good. 
Oh yeah, you're right. It was like that. The last uh, Star Wars movie had just come uh, come out, and we were watching it. And then yeah, we looked at each other, and and we were fucking around. We're just like, yeah, bro, that's some Jedi shit right there. Oh. And that was the track, man. That's crazy. It's a banger, absolute fucking banger, man. Thank you, bro. Love that it. one. Yeah, that we definitely stretched the uh, you know our comfort zone on that one. But like I said, we started out as trap and dubstep, and like we've always. We've always pictured ourselves releasing, releasing tracks like this, and we don't want to wait too long. You know, like we don't want to be like, oh, these guys are the tech, you know, like tech house DJs or bass house DJs. What are they doing dropping dubstep? It's like, yo, like these guys, like from the jump, didn't give a shit. You yeah. know, they were releasing everything. So, and uh, that track did well too. I think that one got picked up by heavy hitters on, on Apple Music. Nice. on one of their editorial playlists. That's that's actually our strongest on Apple Music. That's our most successful track to date on Apple. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Damn. That's <laughs> so legit. Yes, yeah, so I think we need to cut. We need to uh, whip up another dubstep track coming here soon. Do it for the homies. We need it. <laughs> Do it for the girlfriends who don't want to hear it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but it's dope, too, because our sets, like... During the quarantine, we were doing the live streams and everything, and our, right. our that's our every like everything you could imagine. It's like tech house, electro bass house, and then it starts getting like really heavy bass house, and then by the end of the set, it, we're fuck a bit straight one forty BPM like headbanging. Yes, you know? <laughs> it's like playing it's the board in the house remix and <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah, like a lot of our tweets are dubstep too, so like it allows us to really have fun in our live sets, you know, in different settings and, and drop like, cause we, dude, I love dubstep. Like when I go to a festival and when me and Joe go to fest, like we went to imagine a couple years ago. Yeah. And like, we were at the dubstep stage the entire weekend. Yep. Dead end. Throwing down, breaking necks, bro. It was, Oh my God. I love it, bro. My favorite. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. It kind of seems to me like since you guys are inspired by so many different genres, you're able to, kind of pinpoint an inspiration point you know what i mean like we're we're loving this today we're loving this today we're loving this this and then when it comes to your sets you said 70 percent of your sets are original music so you can yeah. say all right man like we're gonna go jedi shit a little bit here but then we can come back to maniacs and then maybe yeah. we're gonna come back to all my friends right and then you can kind of pick wherever you want within that box but it's a massive fucking box you guys got and i love that yeah man oh yeah so sick, definitely allows us to take the the people on a journey through the yes. yeah it's not cliche it's just a fucking fact yes. yeah, bro. <laughs> it's just a fact man i love it okay so jedi shit let it bang real quick all i gotta say is yeet fucking fire so good <laughs> bentley coop okay come on now this is a fun track this is a fun track man i had fun listening to this like there's a difference between fun and enjoyment with music and pleasure. Like there are many different layers of it. I don't have to tell you guys that. It's pretty yeah. But this one would do work on a festival stage. Cause it's almost to me like bass house, meaning big room a little bit. Like this one was to Jamo and Joyride had a baby. A little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's That one came to me too. You guys, I listened to your, some of your tracks listened to the first time I immediately thought of this weird shit. So if that's what you're going for, good That's time. awesome, man. Yeah. That's great. That's what we're, that's exactly what we're going for actually. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> no, it, it's funny too, because like, that's a lot of initial reactions. Like 
if we like send it out to like a, a playlister or, you know, a label or whoever, you know, like yep. they're like, yo, like this is dope. We love it. But like, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> they're like, yo, they're like uh, I don't know where to put this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. we've, been, we've been hearing that for the as soon like since we started you know and it hasn't if anything it, it fuels us even more we're like dope man if like if you like it but you don't know what to do with it then that's we're creating good. a lane yeah yeah uh, it don't sound like anything else well that's that's the essence of it all man beautiful you guys are going to have your own genre here before we know maybe we'll maybe it's going to come up in conversation here might <laughs> but you you finish off 2020 with some hilarity fucking only fan song Another another play on the White Claw song. Great job again. Clickbait. Does super, super well. The vocals are hilarious. They reminded me of the guy who sings I'm Too Sexy a little bit. That I Nailed, got- it. Nailed it. You're not the only one. We Dude, said I thought it was so funny. I don't laugh at fucking house music, but I was laughing at this. <laughs> I'm laughing at dancing. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. So, so fucking funny. And this one picked up a lot of speed. You picked up speed on this one, too. And this one made on the Nasty Bits playlist. Yeah, man. Is cream of the crop, man. It may not be, like, the biggest, most followed Spotify playlist, but that has high-quality producers on there. You know, Chris Lorenzo's of the world and shit, right? So that one I thought was really cool. I saw you guys shared that. I wanted to acknowledge you there. Getting playlists is huge, but I think it's really, really cool when – the platform playlist you on very specific playlists like that. So uh, yeah, that was definitely a big one for us. That was on the on the list of goals for the year to get on an editorial. And like you said, Nasty Bits is one that you know I've known about for a long time. And just yeah. seeing, just seeing the other artists on that playlist is just like, damn, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> to be able to fit in that, you know, means we've been doing something right. That's right, guys. Huge. Yeah. Great work. And I bet that one's going to continue to build steam too. Cause I think only fans, it kind of came out of nowhere, right? I'm seeing all these, uh, these memes about <laughs> girls that uh, showed their butthole and now have to pay more in taxes than they made on their only fans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that, the, the picture of the chick who's like looking over, like she's at a sign. And I'm like, dude, people just don't get this shit. The internet is a fucked up place. And you guys are just taking full advantage of the top. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Great work. Now, 2021, this is the most recent track, Club Juice, like we talked about in the very beginning. This one has been in the works for a while then, hasn't it? Yeah. Yep. It's tell, been... us, tell us about this one. That one, uh, yeah. Joe, take... story, the Volax story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um... basically, yeah, basically we were at the, we were at a show um, about to perform uh Opening up for Volok, Phlegmatic Dogs, um, sick lineup. We were at Quantum in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got there. We started playing the show. And literally, the energy just started getting to a massive level and everything. And um, I turned around, and I look at Mike, and I'm like, yo, like, what are these people on? And he's just like, yo, that club juice. <laughs> like, yo, they're on that club juice. I was like, yo, we're making a track about this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) so yeah that one was a lot of fun and it was just you know just seeing everybody wilding out and just him having that one line and just kind of set it off yeah and that was the idea for the like that track like that was the birth of that track was that moment when we said it 
And then literally the next day we were in the studio with that idea, making a track, you know, and uh, it definitely, this, that one's probably like one of my, my favorites. I just like it just cause it's just unique. It's crispy. Yep. And, and it's, it's fun to play live. It's really fun to play live. We were, we were teasing it in a bunch of live streams that we were doing. And yeah, that song's been in the back pocket for a while now. So yeah. I think it's hyped. Definitely, definitely excited to have that one released, especially uh, for the first one of the year. Really yeah. Great, great work on that one, guys. And it kind of setting the tone for this year. Yeah, um, thank you. Well, I mean, I get, I really have no idea what direction you guys are going to go next. I think. You, uh, yeah, bro. Wait right. till we tell you. I <laughs> my investigate now my now my work is done now my work here is done i have nothing else, i have nothing else to ask you guys <laughs> just kidding i have more questions <laughs> all right because it's just getting started how yeah. clean was that dude that was really cool i haven't done that before yeah um, bro because i have more questions there we go that <laughs> cut I'm having a good time, guys. Is it a Monday night or a Friday night? Please remind me because I'm losing all track of time these days. It's yeah, Friday, bro, it's baby. Monday night, man. Solid start to the week. It's all the same to us, man. Huge, though. So I, I do want to give you guys an honorable mention on the Rich Diets treats. I think that's so cool. Something to just kind of give back. Like, it's music that you guys clearly play in your live sets. Um, just DJ to DJ, man. Like, those are where you really find those true fans because in this day and age, right, I think something I talk a lot about is kind of this, you know, you, you guys said you're open format DJs, right? I think open format DJs are the most popular to the general mass, right? Like if you go to the Atlantic cities, all the places in mm -hmm. Chicago, big cities all over, right? Like I grew up in Indianapolis. <clears throat> There's nowhere you can't really go to a house music club there, but you can certainly hear some open format, but as electronic music has continued to grow and especially in house music, you hear these, edits and remixes and refixes and covers of 90s songs, 2000 songs, right? You know, we're hearing this all the time. So I kind of call it the open house, open format house movement. Mm -hmm. and Definitely. I'm, and I'm hearing that a lot. And when I heard Rich Diet's Treats, you know, as a DJ, we have to find the line of guilty pleasure and what's going to do well in the club, what's going to do well for the, for the mass, right? And I think with your rich diets treats, you do a great job of that. So it's it's something that I think is really cool that you guys do for most DJs like that, right? Yeah, that's, I mean that's what it's for for sure. Like that's I mean, we know a whole bunch of people who you know like they like to make music and they're like, yo, this is like for my sets only, and like I don't want anybody else to have it. And right, it's my secret weapon. But like for us, like we're like, nah, man, like, yo, if you're like DJ, you know, Vinny P uh, DJing at, you know, Winnipeg University or I don't, know, I don't even know Winnipeg University is a school. Why is a guy from Jersey in Canada? <laughs> so Winnipeg University, let's fucking go. Love it. So Vinny P from Winnipeg, don't. He's out there dropping one of our streets. <laughs> Mike has hopped up on the pre-workout right now, man. He just went to the gym. He's like, yo, we're doing this interview. I'm going to pump some iron. <laughs> Vinny P from Winnipeg. I had, I had thousands of options. I could have said anything. Dude, that has got to be a, a track. Please, please do something uh, yeah. with Vinny P from Winnipeg. Y'all help me in there, bro. <laughs> 
he's a huge Pauly D fan. He's massively inspired by Pauly D. That's but he effect, so he's doing the best he can. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay. Oh, like, all right. All right. We'll we we start Vinny, over again. Yeah. yeah. We want Vinny P playing that shit. <laughs> we want Vinny P in the basement of some, you know, house party dropping one of our treats or whatever it is. And, yeah. uh, and I think like that's our, our biggest, you know, like that's our way to, to kind of give back and also just showcase, you know, because coming from where we're coming from, we've always loved to like remix tracks and stuff like that. And yeah, SoundCloud is such a great platform to, for you to be able to release music that where you don't have to jump through the loopholes. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't have to be like, Oh, I made this sick track, but like, I can't put that on Spotify. You know, so, and the other thing too, is like, we love dubstep, like we said before, and sometimes we want to play a dubstep track in our house set, but it ain't going to work. So we love to just take a dubstep track and flip it to, to house, you know, so absolutely. I love it. That's huge guys. I mean, and you're doing it. You're doing it for the people who are afraid to jump in the water. So you're going to fucking push them in from behind with that shit. And I, I, absolutely. I can here to Winnipeg, baby. Dude. <laughs> Benny P <laughs> is like the biggest Sherman the Booth fan, man. He's going to be so Yo, excited. You got a shout wait out. Wait till he hears this interview. He's going to lose it, bro. <laughs> no, he's doing like rich diets, man. I keep looking like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was no, good. Man. That was that's really good. That's really good. We're gonna tone it down. I got a serious question for you guys, okay? Because it's clear you have grown as producers individually, collaboratively, but you've maintained a lot of the same roots. You just mentioned it, right? You guys are dubstep guys. You're going to the festival, you're going to the dubstep stage, you love house, you love tech house, you love bass house. You're clearly influenced by so many people. How do you guys continue to stay unique? within the rich diet sound you guys call yourself space house right yeah that's, that's i guess the question is friends. tell me what is space house it, <laughs> how do you put it into the, words what is outer space man outer space it's got air it's unknown man you got you have no idea what's going on out there yeah yeah, a lot, lot of lasers. Out. <laughs> There's a lot of lasers out there. <laughs> a lot of lasers in space out. And cats, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next hit. Oh, my God. We can't, I can't be serious with you guys. I don't even know why I said that. I can't be. Cannot. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but really, that's something that's that's so tough to do. I mean... If you think about at least how a lot of big brands are, it doesn't matter if you're a DJ producer, right? You try and stick within what my fans might want. And I disagree with that. I think that's something that major labels and the tip of the, the tip of the iceberg tries to portray. But most people are us underwater, that giant fucking piece of the of the iceberg, man. You know what I mean? And we're mm-hmm. all trying to make it to the top together. And I honestly say, fuck trying to follow the rules. And it's clear you guys oh, see yeah. the same thing too. So when you're in the studio, are there ever moments where you're like, this isn't our sound? Or when you say that, are you like, oh, maybe we should chase that? But yeah, man, I don't think there's I don't think there's ever a moment where <clears throat> like we're making something where we're like, yo, this isn't really, this isn't us. Like everything yeah. is us. If we're making it, it's us. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if we're in the studio and like, like it's, it's happening mm-hmm. like 90% of the time we're going to run with it because like, that's just who we are, you know, like that's, it is us, you know? So I, that's, that's a really interesting question. Yeah. but that's that's definitely true um yeah how do you feel about that joe is there anything you think we wouldn't uh wouldn't pursue yeah um, country I feel, I feel like we've definitely we've touched on so many genres and and different sounds and everything but i mean we usually like we usually have the same head when it comes to like actually like the direction we're going to on a track Right. Um, and then when it comes to like just the vocals and everything, we truly do bounce off each other. And, and like I said, we're just kind of like those same wavelengths and, and we just love that same sound and, and grittiness and just mixing up that, you know, dubstep, trap, house all together. So, I mean, we have like he's like we mentioned earlier, like straight up trap, big, big trap songs and everything like that. So even though um, we haven't released them yet, you know still never would stop us from releasing them or anything like that. So we're definitely open-minded when it comes to the music. Not afraid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I definitely, I, I agree with that, man. I, and I really think we're just, it's just at that point where we just want to keep everything as genuine as possible and just, you know, portray, like we want people to know who we are as, as humans through our music. You know, like you said it earlier, bro. You're like, yo, I can't even, I don't even know why I'm trying to take this seriously. I can't, you know, I can't be serious with you guys. Yeah, I can't. You're too funny. Yeah. (laughs) But like, us as people, and then you listen to our music, it's not like, you know, like it makes sense. You know, it's like, (laughs) like that's just like, we want to be, yeah, we want to be as close to our music as possible. Like, us as people be as close to our music as possible, you know? So it's like, yo, you listen to our music, you already know who we are as people, mm-hmm. you know? That's so, what about, man. You guys have a personal brand. And I think that is what lasts long. That is where you'll find real fans. That is where you'll have real success. Thank you, man. Thank Appreciate you, man. that. I admire you guys for that. I think, I think that's a tough thing to do, especially as, as a, a creative, especially as a DJ producer. You got a lot of fucking competition out there, right? You got guys oh, yeah. that have been doing this longer. I mean, you know. I mean, Joe said earlier, right? Like, there are rappers out there that are better than Drake, but for whatever reason, it just isn't happening, right? Yeah. And that's why I asked that question, because it's so easy to say, oh, that track's doing really well right now. We got to release something just like that. Oh, like, that was, a, well, that was a big wave, or this might be cutting edge, right? But, like, that's so short-term. And if you guys, if you want this to be your passion, your career if you want to do this forever, you better make sure every time you go to the studio, every time you work together, every time you go to a show that you're truly enjoying it and you're not doing it for anybody else, but you, cause that, that is where real happiness is in my eyes. Like if it's only us and I know our girlfriend's probably going to listen to this cause they hear us talking up, but if it's only us that listen to this interview, man, that's good enough for me. Cause when I'm sitting old in my rocking chair and I'm thinking about the best interviews that I had and I'm thinking about Vinny P in Winnipeg, man, like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to laugh and fall out of my fucking rocking chair. And that's going to be the last thing I do. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying though? No, absolutely. Oh man. It's yeah, dude. hundred percent. hundred percent. Just simplicity guys. So I, I want to ask you about, I know, I know 2020 didn't have any shows for you. You guys have played some sick fucking shows. Miami music week parties, echo stage, 
Um, you already mentioned Volak. You guys supported Omnon, Black Phoenix, so many other people. And I did do my digging. Did you guys do this individually? You supported Nikki Romero and the Chainsmokers, so you did. You did have, you did have a big open format phase, didn't you? No, absolutely. That goes back to like AC playing the pool at Harris and yeah, yeah, man. So uh, Kim Kardashian was definitely uh, she was one of the guests for one of the Memorial Day weekends I played. But yeah, like literally, we were both doing parties at this level and may have been like even on some of the same tickets but you know just crossing paths not even realizing it that's where it all that's definitely where it all started and that is it is interesting too because like we look at guys you know we look at guys as the chain like the chain smokers and they're superstars you know and you know, we compare ourselves to to them once in a while. We're like, yeah, we're just like the the funny versions of the the chain smokers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they sing their own lyrics, they, you know, but they're just a little bit more serious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're the Jersey versions. They're New York, New Jersey. Yeah, that's all. right there. You just nailed it. <laughs> I like you guys more than the chain smokers, though. Okay. Oh man, hell yeah! Thank you. <laughs> I could die it's happy now. Though. <laughs> it's it's so cool because I mean, you guys started DJing before you're producing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did as well, and you get it. You get uh, this funny bug in your system where, like, you get to a point where there are a lot of DJs who DJ first; they stay DJs forever because it's a business in and of itself, right? And music production is a business in and of itself. The music industry there's a difference between the music industry and the entertainment industry, and over the mm-hmm. past decade or so they've morphed but the fact of the matter is like so many of us do this for the shows and it's just tough right now but again i want to acknowledge you guys for like you you've had a lot of success you guys you should be i mean you might be when the fucking you know lights go down and you're chomping at the bit like when is the next fucking show but still you stay positive you stay motivated and it's just really cool i mean to have a lot of success with shows like that guys like keep 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 going. You will get bigger and better every day. I'm telling you, my motto on this shit is there is a coach. We're all in the off season and you guys are fucking working your ass off at two a days in the summer and the fucking blistering heat in the South side of New Jersey, man, Cape May or some shit all the way down there. You motherfuckers are sprinting on the beach and some coach <laughs> is watching you guys. And it's like rich sides fucking putting out music. And when we come back, they're going to need to sell tickets. So fuck all the old clout. Fuck all the old relationships. I got to book guys that have been making a name for themselves. And you guys have been doing that. So I'm not a coach, but that's the mindset that I have. And if I was one, I would book the shit out of you. <laughs> My man. Dude, everything we do is a sports reference too, by the way. We, we like that reference you just brought up. Like we yeah. said that to each other before. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. It all applies, right? It all applies. Yeah, dude. No, is definitely. It, we definitely relate. Um, you know, we rely on each other. We always have each other's back. We're always there to, to hype each other up. And, uh, and yeah, we're definitely about the grinding, putting out content, and, and keeping the head up or keeping the head down and just keep moving, you know? Yeah, no matter what's going on. Like, we did – we enjoyed it. Like, when there was shows and we got to play um, the – echo, like, we played at Echo Stage, you know, that Volok show um, – it's great, man. Like, it's really like that was that was the first real year where we were playing shows 
you know, with our own music, because you had brought it up before about like how DJs like, and, and producers are two different sides. And, you know, you, you kind of get to this point where yeah. you're playing other people's music yep. and you're like, yeah, like I'm playing other people's music. Like I want to play my music, you know? Yeah. And that, that happened a long time ago. And it's like, you have to make that decision and then be willing to put in the work to, cause it's not like you could just buy all the equipment you need and be a dope producer. Like this shit takes like blood, sweat and tears and hours of YouTube videos and hours on the phone with other producers and just constantly expanding your knowledge and like building your, you know, your tools that you use to make your music. And, um, at the end of the day, man, once we made that decision to do all that and, and become like legitimate producers, mm-hmm. it just, it's been happening, you know, as fast as it possibly is going to happen. And, uh, and we have had some success with those shows and, and it's, it's been really, uh, really dope. And hopefully, you know, when, when this whole COVID thing ends, we'll be right back in those lineups. And we actually had, uh, we got booked last year. One of our biggest letdowns of, of 2020 was we got booked for Escapade Music Festival up in Canada. Oh, I think it's right around Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it might actually be. Plugged you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might actually be. He was our connect. That's how we got booked, by the way. <laughs> Is he your ghost producer? <laughs> Shout out at Vinny P at Winnipeg. Is that? Oh, <laughs> they call him Winnipeg. <laughs> That's his Instagram handle. Oh my god! Jesus, guys, sweating. <laughs> so but yeah, so. <laughs> But yeah, we ended up getting rebooked this year. But long story short, man, we're super hyped to get back into it. You know, hopefully all this hard work pays off. And the next thing you know, we're back, you know, rocking the stage. You know, that's all we can hope for. But until then, we're just going to keep doing what we do, you know? Yeah. No, I, I know exactly what you're saying, man. And I think some of people can resonate with that as well. And you're an inspiration to, to many people, whether you know it or not. So keep doing your guys' thing. It's really special to see and. You know, it's tough. It's really tough. And I relate to you as an artist on that level, too. Someone oh, yeah. who's had some shows, some big shows, and I'm just like, the wind got knocked out of our sails so hard, but we keep going based on the love, man. So we got out our oars and we kept going. Can we no, call yeah. sports reference? I want fire tonight with these shows. Yeah, bro. Crushing <laughs> it. <laughs> Crushing it. Shout out Vinny P, man. He's inspired me to be a podcast. <laughs> Just rolling yeah. that boat, baby. Yo, oh, wait till wait till we come out to Chicago and play a show. We're gonna be on the mic. Be like, yo, what, what are you in the building? Where you at? Guys, Where are you? we're flying him out, dude. <laughs> yo, he's coming. And man, I'm legend. When, when Chicago comes back, man, I, I am so excited because I uh was booking a lot of shows here and shit. And one of my goals with the podcast is to like host festival stages and do like it's, you know, Sherman the Booth, like, selects, right? Like, people that have been on the podcast before. And, yeah. Dude, you guys would be first call, man, for sure. Dude, count us in. <laughs> Let's go. That's awesome. So I got you. On that yeah. note, though, you know, we, we were mentioning, like, there are a lot of people that are still trying to get into the game. And as you can imagine, it's kind of intimidating, right? Knowing that, I mean, if you want to DJ and produce, you got to try and get some shows. What would be your advice to people that are trying to get into the game right now? 
content. Yeah. Content. Don't, don't be scared to uh, to release music. Like you know, it's only you're only gonna get to a certain point as far as like just don't try to be too perfect. Because mm-hmm. um, then you're just gonna build up a bunch of skeleton tracks that never make it out there. So just you know what I mean. Make a track, keep it genuine. When it's time to release it, release it, and move on to the next one. Is that a jab at Mike? Low key jab at Mike. A little bit. Yeah, no, I hear that. <laughs> I hear that daily. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just keep pushing, keep grinding. I mean, literally, you got to put in the hours. You know what I mean? And you just got to stay focused, stay motivated. And it's, I mean, this relationship's so beautiful because literally, like, if one of us is ever down or anything, like, or yeah. any, any type of mood or not feeling it, like. It just takes one conversation with us to just hype each other right back up to where we are doing Ric Flair woos. You know what I mean? Let's go. Just getting hyped. Just woo, you know? So, uh, yeah, you just got to keep grinding, put out the content, stay motivated. Yeah, man. And everybody everybody goes, goes through it, man. No matter what level you're at, like, it's not easy. But if you really love it, you know, just do it to have fun and, and not to be cool. And yeah. I was like, that, that shit comes, you know, like a lot of people, I mean, I, I, I really don't know, but you know, I could see a lot of people maybe trying to get into the business because like, it's in fact, like it's, it's a cool business. Like you, yeah. you know, it seems like you would be the cool guy to be the DJ, but at the end of the day, man, like if you really love it and you know, you have fun doing it, then just put your head down and put in the work and see what happens. I mean, for me personally, like one of the biggest um, benefits that like I tell myself every day that I think, you know, maybe if somebody heard someone heard this, it might help them is uh, when you're doing this thing and you're looking at all the, the competition that's out there and the amount of DJs, it's, it's good. It's good to pay attention to them. It's good to acknowledge the amount of competition there is because in reality, you have to work harder than the next guy and work smarter than the next guy in order to, to really stand out. And yeah, like we're not super serious guys and we joke around, but like we work our asses off. Like we're up at 8 AM every morning, you know, working on infrastructure for our brand and our emails and and getting everything in order. We're in the studio six to eight hours a day. We're on the phone for the remaining time in the day. Like it is like a full, you know, I'd say 12 hours a day grind that we put in because of how much we love this and like how much enjoyment we get out of it and how much enjoyment, like even this man, like this would have never happened if, if we didn't work, you know, pursue this. We, we would have never met. We're all hustling. Yeah, yeah, bro. And it's like real recognized, real. It's like, yo, we know you put in work. We put in work and let's have fun doing it. You know, like. Yeah, that, then that definitely brings me to just like the supporting each other. Just like people that are trying to make it, like just show support. Like don't be those, you know, close-minded and thinking that it's you versus you know what I mean everybody it's like everybody working together could really make a difference and get you up there you know 100% man and that's like a big part of our brand too is like we run our Spotify playlist that we um run uh, update weekly um and we just support 
artists. It doesn't matter if you have 10,000 followers or you have 60 followers. Like if you have dope music or if you send us your music or whatever it is, like it's going on the playlist, you know? And um, we're starting a new series called The Takeout, which is going to be a, a mix series where it's going to be like monthly mixes of just all IDs and promos and, you know, some of our original stuff. But it's just like a way to to give back because the last thing, like we know how much it means when people support us. Yeah. You know, we, we, we've had that feeling of like, wow, like this dude who like maybe on paper, he's like bigger than us, or even if he's the same size or small. And like, that's what we're in this for is to feel good and to make other people feel good. So if we can do that to where, an artist who's coming up releases a track, like you better believe if you reach out and send us that track, like we're supporting it right off the bat. Yep. And just because like, yo, it goes back to the, all my friends, you know, if, if you support us, we support you. And chances are, even if you don't support us, we're still going to support you. Like yeah. it don't matter. Bro. Like we're just out here trying to spread as much love as possible, build as many connections, find the real ones out there and, and have them come to the next rich diets party, you know? Yeah. Real recognize real guys, collaboration over competition. You know what I mean? Absolutely, Absolutely bro. Absolutely. Long story team short. Team game if you want it to be. <laughs> Last sports yeah. reference of the night. It's a team game if you want it to be. Uh, yeah. 100%, bro. It's more fun, bro. It's more fun yeah. when you it guys. It is more run. fun. It's way more fun. This is why I started this podcast. This is episode 149, boys. I've had like 130 people on the show. I got 130 great friends out of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, Absolutely, that's dude. That's what it's all about. That's definitely what it's all about, bro. And shout out to you for the consistency and, and just being open-minded to it. I mean, this is this is awesome. And we definitely appreciate being here. Don't thank me, guys. With Without you, there is no me. Like, it's just like I said, like, reason I do this is because the only thing that people see, I swear to God, is, is the tip of that fucking iceberg, man. Yeah. 10%, 90% of us are all down here. And yeah. that's where like the magic is, dude, because nobody at the top started at the top. You're not born into that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%, man. The top is small percentage hits it right away. Everybody yeah. else, we, you just got to outwork people pretty much. I mean, we can all we can all collaborate and help each other as much as we can. But that's why I always say, like, you got to love this shit. You got to make sure that when you look in the mirror and you do that shit, like, I love that you guys do this 12 hours a day. You care. You genuinely care. You want to make this happen because you love it. I mean. Yeah. And at the end of the day, too, man, what gets us hyped is, like, when the people around us are working 12 hours and the people around us are, like, hustling. Yeah. You know, like, love the that. people we surround ourselves with are, like, our boys because it's like yo you you're doing your thing and it's like i'm gonna support the shit out of you because i see you grinding it's like that's the that's really where it's at like that gets me so hyped like if if one of my peers gets like a spotify editorial or one of my peers gets booked for a huge show or whatever it is it's not like damn bro like how come he got that not me it's like Fuck yeah, bro. I'm like, yo. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, <laughs> man. Let's load up the party bus. Yeah, bro. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, we like we said, bro, we want... We just want... It's, like, all-inclusive, man. Like, we just... We want to be surrounded by just so much positivity and just, like, constant support for each other. Because, really, dude, this business is hard enough, as it is. Yeah. You know? If you go at it alone makes it even harder 
but you know, if you got good people around you that are, that are fucking, uh, that are putting out that energy, you know, that's the more, the better. You know, so it's amazing guys. It's amazing. I I love that statement. It's, it's so genuine and pure. Last question. What can you tell us about coming this year? You got any new music on the horizon? that's going to be released soon. I mean, Vinny P in Winnipeg is definitely anxious. He's got all the IDs right now. So this is definitely going to be a fun year. Um, okay. We got, we got everything from the, the typical, you know, the tech house, the base house. We're even going into a little emo house this year. Emo uh, house. <laughs> yeah, Mike said taking back Sunday, and I was like, we got a little bit of a deep cut guy over here, huh? <laughs> yeah, we were both in bands growing up too, and <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Mike was a screamo uh, singer. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding? Dead ass, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Stroke of darkness, dog. <laughs> everything makes sense now why didn't you open up with that dude <laughs> you know what you did ask you're like yo where did music start for you that's, that's the facts first i wanted i was a, a screamo singer and then i wanted to be a rapper and i was like that ain't working. and you know what i'm just gonna make make music i'm, gonna make I'm just gonna be a dj yeah i can yeah. Yeah, there you go this makes the most sense for me <laughs> yeah so, so yeah fun. we got um definitely I got an emo house coming out with uh, yes. definitely getting into the feelings a little bit. It's kind of inspired about like this whole pandemic and everything um, called anxiety. Um, but just a bunch of like, I, I definitely think the sound's going to get a lot bigger this year. Um, oh, yeah. As far as the releases we got coming up, definitely going to be on like the heavier bass side and still going to keep it fun. Still some fun vocals. Um, Mike. Yeah. Well, we got so actually in two weeks at the, the last Friday of the month. I don't know what date that is, but we actually have a techno track coming out. Yeah, techno. Yeah, which <laughs> isn't. I mean, every person I've showed it to, like, I, I have a bunch of friends that are like, I guess you would consider like techno snobs, where they're like, yo, like this is techno, like this yeah. is typical techno. And I, you know, I send it to them, yeah. and I go this is techno. I'm like, yeah, why isn't it techno? They're like, well, the, the kick pattern isn't <laughs> on the floor. That clap isn't. Let me get like, my techno dictionary. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you know what? That's the, that's the answer I wanted to hear. I am so glad you just told me that this isn't techno because you know what? That means that it's totally different. It, it is techno first. <laughs> it's like our version of techno. Right? <laughs> <laughs> definitely rich tide techno yeah it's rich tide techno like it's it's you'll when you listen to it you'll hear it. you'll be like yeah i hear the techno influence but um so yeah we got that coming out uh and then and then the uh anxiety track and then we actually have a track we actually just collaborated with a, a record label called ghetto ghetto uh for a track that we have coming out with one of our buddies uh stanley kubrick's mm-hmm. um and that's going to be coming out in march his name is Stanley Kubrick. Are you are you serious? Yeah. That's Stanley so Kubrick. that's so sick. Yeah, yeah. He's a dope. He's a he's one of our you know longtime friends. Like we've you know been producing music together, not really together, but like you know side by side for a while. Right. And uh, he's one of those people. He's always been on the bus, and dude works his ass off. You know, and it's like, let's go, man. 
let's let's take this ride together you know and as a perfect collab it made a lot of sense and that's some super fun tech house vocals are completely yeah. original um that's actually a really fun track we uh we recorded those vocals over quarantine and we ended up actually finishing up with him but uh yeah, yeah and then like joe said we got some heavy like some real heavy shit coming out super excited about like really dialed in on the sound design um spent a lot of time you know just tweaking mixing mastering getting our, our sound really polished um because you can hear it man if you go like way back like to where we first started to to like where we are now it's like you can kind of hear like the progression and it should be like that yeah you know it should, it should always be like and first thing i do too when i discover a new artist that i'm i dig i go to their soundcloud and i scroll and wait for it to load scroll wait for it to load scroll get all the way to the bottom <laughs> and see eight years ago i'm like all right let's see what you're doing eight years ago Boom. Okay. That makes sense. And then I like, I like listening from beginning to now, you know, and like see that progression and, and feel it because like me as an artist and, and Joe is an artist, it's like, yo, we, we live it too, bro. Like, you know, like it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, important to do that. Jaws did that. Jaws keeps all his shit on his SoundCloud. You mentioned him earlier. That's someone yeah. who I, I, I'll bring up. He showcases the story of his career. Absolutely, like, man. One of his dopest tracks, in my opinion, is like uh, Ratchet, Zed's Dead remix. Mm -hmm. it, that track was fucking hard, man. And yeah. like, it tells the story of like where he was at at that point and where he sometimes comes back to. And I think that's yeah. why you guys have a really special disc discography that you're building because there's going to be some crazy motherfucker out there. Vinny P's little brother, probably, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey D. Mickey D. Mickey D. Mickey D. <laughs> Benny P and Mickey D, bro. I've been slamming it. <laughs> I'm gonna dream. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dream about Winnipeg tonight, man. Old night in Winnipeg. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. I love it. So funny, dude. This was such a blast. I like yeah, man. for real. Great so time. Fun, man. I just want to say again how much love I got for Jersey, East Coast. I oh, mean yeah. It's right back at you, bud. Yeah, bro. We love Shutdown, man. We yeah. a lot of people. It seems like we have a list, right? So going back to like telling you about how like we have you know our eight a.m. sessions where we organize. Yeah, we organize like we have our like top areas, like people who you know, like Chicago is one of them. And yeah. it's like we have all the homies that we've met or that we've like had conversations with or that like are you know just somebody we could call up. Yeah. In our Chicago list. You're in that Chicago list, 100%. Mm -hmm. You know? And Chicago's there, bro. We got, like, we got a, a bunch of you guys, man, and it's great. Like, I love it. Like, I love the scene out there. And, like, we I've never been... House, guys. We love Bass and Tech House, man. There's yeah, a man. big, big house scene here, of course. But Bass House? Yeah. Yeah, just listen That's to awesome. Sauce. We got the cities in there. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago's in there, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. That is. From oh, Chicago yeah. and up in Denver. Yep. There we have fans in there. That's <laughs> good. You need, I need, we need to see it. We're going to have to do a deep dish challenge or something. Because, I mean, I'm a, I'm a New York style guy, man. But have you guys had Chicago deep dish before? Uh, I haven't had it, no. Not but Chicago. Probably won't. Well, if you guys play a show out here, I wouldn't take you that for a pregame. 
but maybe the next morning to recover. It's more like uh, cheese soup. If uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird style right? pizza, I'm more like the the thin crispy. Fold it. No, no flop. No uh, flop. No One bite. Everybody knows the rules. I can't have the flop. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's gonna open up a pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking no flop. no flop pizza. Called no flop. There's a club in the back. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally, I'm gonna name it No Flop Zone. You're gonna walk through one of my fucking pizza ovens. <laughs> right oh, that's, the that's that's the track right there. No Flop Zone. No Flop Zone. <laughs> no Flop Zone. Dude. No Flop Zone. Day Fortnite Sports. They'll pick that up, man. That could be a oh. creation. There you go, guys. No, but Jim, we'll write that down. This is how this is how they come alive, man. Yeah, exactly. Just having fun. This has been yeah. such a pleasure, though, guys. I, I want to thank you again. Rich Diets, man. You guys are on the fucking come up. Bubble is about to pop. No doubt in my mind. Keep it going. Keep inspiring. And uh, thank you again for making some time, man. I really appreciate it, guys. No, thank yeah, you, much love. Really appreciate you, man. Much love. You guys have a good night. Mike, I hope... I don't know. I was trying to make a joke about Florida being warm, but it's really tough when it's so cold here. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Just, yeah. Don't I, hope think it it. I hope it rains. I hope it rains. I hope it rains. I ruined tomorrow. Yeah. No, no, we love the rain, too, because that's just an excuse to stay inside and keep working yeah, on the bro. music. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a blizzard outside or a hurricane or if it's 90 degrees and sunny. I'm still right here. We're gonna, it doesn't make a difference. I sometimes I wake up and I wear a sweatshirt because the AC's on. Yeah. Oh my god. Mike, shut up. <laughs> uh, Mike, shut up. <laughs> I just met you, but shut up. <laughs> Relax, bro. You know the AC's on. It's, it's tough down here. The bro. heat's it's on hard. right now, and I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Right? The heat is on. <laughs> you don't know what it's like, bro. Yeah, Mike's got a fan on, dude. I haven't turned a fan on in a long time. I don't even know what a fan is, dude. I don't even have a fan. You see that fan? Definitely not on. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> it's got a nice low breeze going. You know, it just really evens it out down here. Yeah, there take care of yourself. Go ahead. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but for real, guys. Oh, yeah, um, for real. This was definitely awesome. Hats off, yeah. guys.